invite you to listen to the words of Avis B. Christiansen, who way back there in 1895 penned the words, only one life. Based on James chapter number four and verse number 14, what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeared for a little time and then it vanished away. He said, only one life to offer, Jesus, my Lord and King. Only one tongue to praise thee and all thy mercies sing. Only one heart's devotion, Savior, O made be, consecrated alone to thy matchless glory, yielding fully to thee. Wow. Only one life. And you know what? It won't be long before that one life is over here on planet Earth. And then we go off into eternity. I trust that you have made your calling and your election sure. I trust that you have trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you never trust him, I beg you to call upon him, admit you're a sinner, let him come into your heart, invite him to come in, invite him to forgive you of your sins. Let him know that you believe that he is who he is and ask him to save you. For he said, if you'll confess your sin, he's faithful and just to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. God has a specific plan for your life. That we dealt with as number one. Number two, God's plan has outstanding qualities. God's plan for you may not be the same for me. May I tell you, it is a personal plan. Why would one say that? When I carefully study Acts 9 verse 4 and verse 6, the scripture said, and he fell to the earth. Never before have I seen anyone when God saved them, fell to the earth. And heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Mm. This is personal. So personal that he's calling him by name. In verse 6, and he, Saul, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what will thou have me to do? Bear in mind that it was more than Paul that was going to Damascus to bring back these, these Christians bound. He had people with him. But Paul did not ask the Lord, what will you have us to do? Paul asked the Lord, what will you have me to do? And the scripture said, and the Lord said unto him, Arise, and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. The men that were with him, in verse 7, stood speechless, hearing a voice, and not seeing a man. They heard the voice, but they did not see the man. Matter of fact, the voice was not speaking to them. The voice was speaking to Saul. There is not another person in this world like you. 
God's plan for you is designed for you uniquely. Your plan can only be fulfilled by you. Your plan can only fulfill your purpose in life. Only your purpose in life, your plan can fulfill. May I tell you, it is your perfect plan for you what God has planned for you to do. In Romans 12, verse 1 and verse number 2, if you know anything about me, you would know that this is, this would be my favorite portion of scripture. He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hmm. He said that you may prove God's plan for your life. What is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God? To do that, you have to reach to the point where you surrender your life to the Lord. Your plan is designed perfectly, perfectly by God, perfectly for you. Your plan is in God's will for you. Oh, one of the best places that you could ever find yourself is in the will of God. Bear in mind, I am not saying that when you are in the will of God, everything will be smooth and easy. But I can tell you, it is the safest place for you. Your plan is acceptable by God for you. Your plan is past. You know, when you draw a plan of a house, you got to take it into the authorities to get it approved. This plan that God has for you is past and approved. It has met all of God's requirement in this life and in the life to come for you. Your plan, your purpose in life. It is also a practical plan. It is workable when you work it. It is to be desired and it can work. And it works for you, for it's designed for you. It is so practical that when you work it, it works. It is an everyday life experience. Now, some people may figure, I wonder if it is God's plan for me to be a preacher or a pastor or a pastor's wife. It is not God's plan for everybody to be a pastor. Neither a pastor's wife. You see, right where you are, it is possible that God has ordained for you to be there to do a specific task for him. Bear in mind, 
that our main purpose here on earth is to spread the good news of the gospel. It was God's plan for Paul to be arrested. While Paul was arrested, he got a chance to preach to those whom he was chained to. He would even tell you, in Caesar's household, those who come to know the Lord because he was there. How would he have gotten into Caesar's household had he not been arrested? He spoke to Felix and he spoke to Agrippa while he was tried. How would he get this opportunity to speak to these men, these lawyers, these magistrates, these judges? How would he get a chance to speak to them if he did not have to go before them for trial? God's plan was for him to be there to spread his word. What is God's plan for you? Had you ever stopped and asked God, God, show me what is your plan for my life? What would you have me to do? Where would you have me to be? Sometimes when I'm counseling people, I would ask them several questions and they would tell you what they want in all of this. And sometimes I would ask, I would say, okay, now, did you stop and ask God what he wants for you in all of this? And they say, you know what? I never even thought of that. Sometimes people make up their mind they're getting married. You would ask them, have you prayed about this? They would tell you yes. You would ask them, have you received your answer about this? And then there's a problem. The best thing for us in life is to know what is God's purpose. Find it and accomplish it. Because when we reach before him, that is what he's going to look for when he says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. My time is up. I'll be back next morning to share with you. God's plan for you must be known by you. Stay tuned. We love you, Lord. We thank you. We lift up your name and we adore you because of who you are. Thank you, Lord, for designing a plan for each and every one of us and for sharing with us this plan and for helping us to walk this plan for your glory and for your honor and for all benefit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Loving partners, thank you so much for your partnership. Continue to share these words with friends and family members. You don't know where this will end up and who will benefit from it. Please share. Love you. Have a great day. I'll be back next morning.